Hello and welcome to another episode of Raju Bungia Podcast. As always, it's me, Raju. And I'm Podcast. And for this episode, I'm Bongaya. <laughs> <laughs> because it's Bengali. <laughs> As always, we are watching and recapping Shah Rukh Khan's filmography. And on today's episode, we are covering the iconic 2002 Devdas. And we've been graced by a Mehman in our quota. We're delighted to have a friend of the podcast, Ali Batsab Atik. Hi, Ali. Hello. And I'm very excited to be on it. Adab. Yeah, Adab. What do Bengalis say? Uh, oh, Kemonache, right? I'm pretty sure that's Gujarati. That's what he says. He says, Kemonache, Paro. That means what that ass do, Paro. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're delighted to have you on. Tell us a little bit, Ali, about Shah Rukh Khan. What is your, well, what's your relationship with like Bollywood in general? I know that I've seen you and your wife do some pop and dances at weddings. So I know that you guys are filming, <laughs> filming AF. But what are your thoughts just in general about like Bollywood and Shah Rukh Khan? What's your relationship with him like? So I feel like for the past, I would say decade or so, I fell off hard. But prior to that, I was super into, especially Shah Rukh Khan movies. My mom was obsessed with him for a very, very, very long time until she met him one day and it shattered her world because she realized that she is nobody to him and he is everything to her and you know that's that's the realization that you have when you meet someone like you know because you think that you know them or you think for some reason that they might know you but they, you, you're just one of like millions and millions or billions of people so she took a photo with them and she got crushed and she went home took off the posters that she had in her room in her closet um, and then I guess we never had Shah Rukh Khan at home. Of, no, we did still watch his movies, but I think that Bollywood itself has changed a lot and uh, it's just different. I, I, there's no real reason why I haven't been watching Bollywood movies lately, but I fell off like 10 years ago. Yeah, I think it's been similar for a lot of us. I, I know it definitely has been for me since the beginning of the 2010s. For some reason, I was just like, you know what? I, I don't have enough time to give to a, an Indian movie. The return on investment just isn't there for me anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, so like something like this is it's kind of refreshing because it changes your perspective a little bit. Because in the back of your mind, you remember a lot of things as being cheesier than they actually were. When you watch it again, you're like, oh shit, this stuff is still hitting me. I'm I'm actually looking forward to watching more Indian movies now. After Dave does? Well, not after this. After this <laughs> exercise is over. <laughs> It's funny you say that because I feel the opposite where I didn't used to think certain things were cheesy and now I felt like, oh, this was really cheesy. Yeah, I think, I mean, even watching this movie, things that made me cringe when the movie came out and things that made me cringe this time were like completely different. I guess we'll find out where we stand on all of this later. I did watch this movie and then immediately decided to watch the latest Sanjay Leela Bantali movie, mm -hmm. Badmava, just to kind of like see what he's been up to. It wasn't great. Mm, it was really bad. So Ali, tell us your top five Shahan movies we like to go five to one yeah I wrote it down but like now I question my choices after listening because I wrote this down before I listened to a lot of the episodes and I'm like mm, I don't know if it if it still stays there but for me I haven't watched these since I was a kid so a lot of them have connections to me because of that so first at number five is Swadesh Ooh. I really really uh, enjoyed that movie and actually I watched that maybe like two three years ago and I still really enjoyed that movie that's great that's also yeah. in my top five so you're good you're safe yeah it was surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be and this was when I watched it a couple of years ago and then number four is Karan Arjun hey, and, and I feel guys. like that that movie doesn't get enough credit but I, I remember really really enjoying that movie even though it's probably really cheesy if I watch it now 
Mm, no, it's great. Oh, it, it's bananas, <laughs> but it's a, it's a great time. Yeah. It's credit in this house. Yeah, yeah this okay, house. This is great. a house that stands current urgent. Okay, good, great. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Number number three is Dawn. I don't know how you guys mm. feel about Dawn, but I don't know how it is now. But I still remember when I watched it. Like I thought, I was like, oh, this is really cool. It's cool to see him be this extra villain. And I thought it was mm. better than Amitabh's Dawn too. So I think that's why mm. I liked it. A lot of people have said that. I mean, he's definitely not a believable hard ass, but I I remember really enjoying the movie and then Put that on so- his tombstone <laughs> not, not a believable because you can right. tell it's one of those things that he always really wanted to do but nobody gave him that role but now because of how big he is he can do whatever he wants so he's like this is what i'm gonna do i'm mm. gonna be like this action badass but so my problem is that one and two is tied so mm. it and mm-hmm. But Kuch Kuch Hota, because as kids, that's probably the movie that we watched the most. Mm-hmm. And we also, uh, nobody's seen this as an adult, but we recreated this movie scene by scene in our one bedroom apartment with me and my three siblings um, using the TV for the sound. So we lip sync or whatever the whole movie. What? <laughs> this is yeah. amazing. And there's video of this that exists? There, no, it's it's a whole movie. The whole movie exists. Oh my God. Can you put it on the internet for everybody? I'm waiting. So the thing is, I'm very open to sharing it, but uh, my some of my siblings are very hesitant because, so it's three brothers and one girl. So my little brother's actually playing a girl in he's playing Kajul <laughs> in the whole movie. So I think it's harder for him to share it than it is for me because I'm playing Shadow Khan, but I'm like this little really... Sh- I'm like this really short, really fat kid. So it just makes it so much funnier. <laughs> Who among us isn't a really fat, really short kid at some point in their life? <laughs> so we get it. Um, that's the amazing. way to do it. And my older brother, I don't know how he feels about it because he has uh, a whole persona. So like, yeah, I he's... can't imagine he'd be okay with that. Like he's you... like a really cool guy on in like the South Asian creator <laughs> space. So I can't imagine the guy who's running hyphen is like gonna be okay with that. I I would hope he leans into it and drops it because I think it has potential to go like parts of it has potential to go viral and I think that'll mm-hmm. be good for him to show a very different side of him because it's terrible yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> listen you know as the only podcast that represents Charhan Hard we would love to be a part of that project if you ever you know would give us the honor of being part of such a crazy experience I'm trying to get my sister to sneak upload it somewhere so then I can use it and then we could we could even do a screening one day and just watch 30 30- 30 minutes of it because it's so re- bad. We should review that for the Exactly. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. I feel very inadequate as a child. Like, we just watched it. That's all yeah, we exactly. did. Losers. Uh, I didn't know we were expecting to recreate it. In <laughs> I wrote Dave Das. <laughs> solely in metaphor that's how i operate <laughs> so let's talk about dave das dave das obviously a super iconic movie in my opinion i think this is a must watch for anybody who is into bollywood real take us back to what it was like when this movie was coming out because this is 2002 and sanjay leela bensali had only made what is it um hum, was i was gonna hum say mob can't gone but that's not it yeah. so he'd made um, he'd made he had a theater back so he was kind of known in like the artsy fartsy world mm. as far as you know movie making goes was his big entry i guess and um, can i pause you right there you keep saying hum dil de chuke hai sanam, but i'm yeah. pretty sure it's hum dil de chuke sanam. yeah oh you, yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna have to ask you, i'm gonna have to ask you to leave <laughs> <laughs> oh boy 
Sorry, yes, Han Dil De Chukesana. <laughs> it was his second film, and it was a pretty big hit. Even before that, so, you know, if you want to go all the way back to, like, the source material, Dave Das, the novel, came out in 1917, and it started getting adapted as early as they started making Indian movies. The first adaptation was 1928. By, like, 1955, there were, like, six more. They just oh, kept wow. fucking cranking mm-hmm. these things out. Yeah. But um, the most famous one out of all of these was the one in 1955, which starred Dilip Kumar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was one of his seminal hits. Dave Das, the character, he's a known entity in Indian culture. So it's kind of like how Hamlet is like a known entity. He's, he's an archetype, right? So he's like a tragic lover boy, rich kid, whatever. Mm. Um, so people who may not have seen the movies or may not have read the novel still have like a reference point when they hear the name Dave Das. It's like people that reference like Romeo and Juliet. It's like you just exactly. know it, even if you don't you know, know the exactly. story. Yeah, yeah. Even, though, even if you don't know all the details, right? Well, so. That's really cool. I didn't know any of that. Except the Dilip yeah. Kumar version of it. I didn't know it went back as far as it did. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so you go back to 2002, right? So you've got Sanjay Leela Bansali coming in hot off of Hum Dil De Chukye Sanam. You have uh, Aishwarya Rai, who by 2002, she's at the top of her game. You have Madhuri, who was the, probably the biggest actress of all time. Most importantly, you got Shah Khan, who is at this point, undisputable king of Bollywood. So all of this stuff adds up to incredible hype. Because at the time that it was produced, it was the most expensive movie in the history of Bollywood. You can see all that money on the screen, oh, yeah. right? The stuff is so rich. It was the first Indian movie to move uh, to debut at Cannes. So, you know, by the time it was released, there was a lot of pressure on it. But it was like a huge box office hit. People fucking love this movie. I don't blame them. All of us have seen this movie before. Now, did all of us see it in like theaters when it came out? I watched it when it came out, but I don't remember if I watched it in theaters or if I watched it at home. And for this podcast, I watched it today. Mm. So it's fresh in my mind. And I think all you guys are not going to like my opinion because I didn't think it was that good. You may have some company there, my friend. Mm. It didn't live up to it. I remember it being so iconic and i remember all these the numbers were being thrown around about how much they spent on production and the cinematography and the set design but watching it today and i think the problem is is like you know you have to go back to that time and think of it that way but it for me it didn't hold up today i would not consider it one of the greats i would consider it one of the okay maybe good at best wow I mean, like, I still love this movie, but I feel very differently about the story now than I did back then. I don't think I watched this movie in theaters, but I do believe when I watched this movie, I didn't watch it with subtitles. Also, I was pretty young. I think I watched it the year it came out and I don't I didn't like it then. So with subtitles, it's pretty great. I love it. How did you not watch it with (laughs) subtitles? Because I thought I spoke Bengali and also excellent (laughs) Hindi, but I don't, it turns out. I did it when I was 13 and I don't now, so. Yeah, I love this movie. In high school, I had a Bollywood night at my house. It was like so cringy to think about. I invited a bunch of like white girls to my house and I remember at some point like they were like um so is this movie gonna end soon because I have to go home. (laughs) The funny thing is even you telling that story is you watch the movie now and the movie has you know prostitution and drinking and for the most part like those are no-no subjects in most households especially when you're young but Mm -hmm. because of this movie it was completely acceptable for the whole family to sit there and watch watch this and granted a lot of kids might not catch on to it but it's so crazy that you know certain times you see this and like reflecting on it now like oh you know he calls her a whore so many times right (laughs) so many times uh and he just like straight so like he just talks so much shit to her like it was completely okay 
to be playing that in your living room, but God forbid someone even said anything like that in the house, it would be a big problem. God forbid you bring a prostitute home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or spend a night at her place. Like, it's, it's just wild. <laughs> yeah, nowadays you can't get into a fight with your family and open up shop at a prostitute's house. It doesn't work that way. That's interesting because, you know, that subject matter in the movie, the you know, the prostitution side of it, the brothel and all this other stuff, those are elements that have been part of Indian cinema for a long time, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So like a scene, uh, like a mudra scene is not uncommon in Hindi yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. I think it felt more like raw and realistic in this because of how much attention they paid to it, right? And like you said, you know, like finding like four different ways to call a lady <laughs> a whore. It was it was very it was very theatrical, and you know, I get yeah. I get where they were coming from, but yeah, it, it really that that part of it did stand out for me as well. When I watched it as a child, I, even up until like relatively recently, I don't think I ever equated the mudra scenes or even Chandramukhi as like a prostitute that has sex. I was just like, they're like they're just dancers. They're dancers, I, yeah, yeah. Like it's so glamorized and so like not. It really isn't sexualized, really. Yeah. Is it? I mean, I never, I never. I mean, the way like, the dudes are really looking at her is yeah. yeah, it's all implied. As far as my recollections of this, I didn't like the movie when it came out in two thousand and two when we went to watch it, and then I just remember it always kind of just one of those movies I was always on in the house. <laughs> you guys would be watching and crying like idiots. <laughs> Um, but um, watching it this time, I think I appreciate it more. I don't know if I think that it's the best movie in the world or anything. Yeah. Again, not in my top five or oh, you know, anywhere close well, to it. Well, that's a bummer. All right. So yeah. because we've all seen this movie before, I don't think anyone you, even who's listening is not aware of the ending. But spoiler alert, <laughs> Dave Dawes does. And because this movie isn't as ridiculous and silly as the usual like dumbass movies that we watch, we're going to change up the way we usually break down the movie. Instead of going scene by scene, we're going to discuss what happened happens before intermission and what happens after intermission and then just you know put on our amateur ebert hats on and try to like analyze it but mostly we're going to talk about how many ways you can call somebody a prostitute <laughs> that's the second um, half <laughs> before intermission it's a story of love and loss it's very typical bollywood stuff between dave das played by Sharhan and Faro played by ashwari rai they are childhood best friends and neighbors who rekindle their love after dave das returns from london after 10 years dave das's parents are kind of terrible and they don't want him to marry Faro because her family has a lower status and then Faro's mom is humiliated by dave das's mother and Bob and decides to arrange Bado's marriage to a super rich old man. Bado pleads to Devdas to make it work, but he breaks up with her over text and then goes to a strip club with his alcoholic friend and then decides to change his mind, goes back to Bado, but it's too late because she gets married off. So I just felt like the first half of the movie, the director was like, I'm going to show you how beautiful Aishwarya Rai is and you are going to eat it up. Even her intro in Silsilaya Jahatka, like that shot where there's like lightning and you see her, her eyes I feel like are like triple the size like i know people use those snapchat filters to make their eyes look bigger i feel like they use that on ashray Ryan. this movie like damn she was so pretty funny i didn't feel that way at all because i've never thought that she was attractive whoa yeah I, I, objectively she can be pretty but i don't like it's not one of the, i didn't even notice that that's what he did the director did because she was just there for me oh wow i had a lot of problems with the first half and this might sound weird too because the movie is insanely long 
but I feel like a lot of things were rushed. It mm -hmm. didn't play out long enough for me to feel any emotions the way the story or the way the acting wants me to feel. And that was my problem mm -hmm. watching it now versus I guess when I watched it when I was younger. That was my primary problem with it as well. It's yeah. weird mm -hmm. that it's a three hour long movie that feels rushed. The, the thing about Aishwarya being as beautiful as she is, that part of it is um, kind of just in line with Sanjay Leela Bansali's like theater background, right? Because yeah. he has to show it to you with his visuals borrow the character it's like a it's an empty character yeah yeah um, the thing that she has going for herself is that beauty because yeah. everything other than that she's basically a psychopath so you so to the so the, her appeal in the world is her beauty which is kind of you know it's an it's it's obviously problematic and that's what he had to emphasize on because the character itself isn't fleshed out at, at all. Well, I think the character wasn't fleshed out, but also I don't think Aishwarya Rai is really that good of an actress. Like I think eighty percent of her is just like, damn, she's so pretty. I don't know. I mean, she's she's a she's a good actress. I think the only thing she doesn't do well is laugh. And she maybe looks like cry, a psychopath but... when she laughs, right? She <laughs> yeah, looks she's totally also, crazy. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like the Snapchat filter eyes or what but like she looked psychotic every time she laughed it's because it's like a full open mouth laugh <laughs> like toss your head back like she doesn't giggle she roars with laughter she's like robert okay. baratheon <laughs> Especially if you put her, when you put her next to Madhuri, you realize oh. how much of an inferior actor she is or actress she is. Like, mm -hmm. I always felt that way. I think that's why I never really liked her uh, because I just didn't feel like she had anything to offer other than people just always talked about how pretty she was. And that's just not enough to get me, like, interested in her or the movie. Well, it's enough for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it gets me there. Hey, um, <laughs> is Aishwarya Rai, Fahad, is Aishwarya Rai, like, to you as Rithik is to your wife? No, I don't I don't really lust after Aishwarya Rai <laughs> uh, as my wife lusts after Rithik Roshan. <laughs> um, it's, I I think she's just, like, classically beautiful. Like, she should, belongs on the cover of a cassette. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the standard of beauty that she has achieved. I say f I'd say for this one, she'd be on the front of a laser disc cover. <laughs> 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 front and back uh, <laughs> I think the thing about Aishwarya Rai is she is the reason why watching her do like natural stuff like laughing <laughs> feels so weird is because of how beautiful she is it's not natural for somebody to be that beautiful she looks like a porcelain doll almost you know what I mean to me sometimes she seems CGI <laughs> um, especially in this movie the way that it's shot, really it's wild like, shit <laughs> Every single frame is insane. It's like just how clear it is. So it's, you know, it, it takes a little while to get used to. Now, Shah Rukh Khan, on the other hand, I have to say, this man has not looked better after this movie and before this movie. I think Shah Rukh Khan looks amazing, even when he's like completely hammered in the second half. I'm like, man, Shah Rukh, you look good. Like when he entered and you just hear his voice, I was like giggling. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I don't even like him. I don't know. His whole look in this movie was better. I think it's just because like I hate when Shah Rukh Khan does like cool guy stuff. Like as Ali, you must remember from your time playing Shah Rukh Khan in Kush Kush Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> is he wore that like he wore that stupid ass necklace that's like yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, he looked ridiculous in that movie. And so I feel like when I see Shah Khan just look like a normal human being, I kinda like it. And I also I'm a big fan of gentlemen in Daisy clothing versus like non Daisy. And then he also had that old timey cigarette, which I really like. I was like, if I take up smoking, 
I like to have that old timey cigarette. He just looked really cool. He had a lot of swag. He looked like Cruella Deville. <laughs> um, he looked. He he did look great. The clothes on him were wonderful, and I think his hair was just on another level. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Everybody had great hair in this movie. His mm-hmm. hair looked great. He was in great shape. And Charles was in just really like, good shape. Yeah, really good shape. You could see some traps. We didn't see any nipples though. No, n- no nipples. <laughs> not this one. No, not, that was a disappointment. <laughs> there are no nipples in this movie. No, but Charles in just like a plain white. Mm. Yeah, I was very very confused by myself. I agree with you guys about like the intensity of also this movie in the beginning. Like I started watching this and I got I got kind of like goosebumps and stuff like that. But because the movie is so super melodramatic, like the weird thing is I cried more watching like Gabi Hushi Gabi Hum than I cried watching this movie. I did not really cry at all watching this movie, which is very surprising. It's so intense. The mom and the Bobby are like comically evil, like their eyebrows and their foreheads basically say like yeah. i'm super fucking evil and it's like it reminded me of like you know those memes of like soap operas in india exactly yeah that's what it yeah, was like really. and, and it really stood out because i you know i get being uh, extra for the purposes of this movie because again of like the theater connection there right and that's what he's trying to show i mean the movie starts off with a, like with a musical number that looks more like a theater number than it does a bollywood number um, even the way that it's shot, it's all like single shot and, you know, the way that they they have the backup dancers and everything like that. It feels like you're watching theater. So it's OK when you're watching theater to have these over dramatic characters. But the the hobby still stood out. And, and it was just <laughs> weird to see like this ZTV quality villain yeah. in a movie like this. It's, it's just not necessary, especially when you have source material that's so rich. Yeah. You don't need this nonsense. Yeah. Even like Karen Care. So like Karen Care, everybody loves her. She's she plays Baro's mom in this. And she's also just like so bonkers. And she's not a bad actress. She's actually yeah. a good actress. Some people think that the monologue that she gives when she gets humiliated at the baby shower, which by the way, she asked for. It. I was like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? I I watched that scene and I was just like, there have been times I've been at a Mandy and an auntie is dancing and I'm looking like Dave's mom just like kind of covering my eyes. Like, oh, you gotta sit down. Yeah. Well, like even her, there were some parts where she's great, but then like, the scene where the scene where she pulls out that shell and blows it into it, like blows. Oh yeah. The crack is. I cracked up. I like. I. Was, this is so ridiculous, and I agree with you. Here, like the source material is good. It is fine enough that Dave Das's parents would just not be okay with it because exactly. because her family is lower caste or lower status. Like that should be good enough, but it doesn't have to be that you know. There's like she like smites them or. Something. But I did think that even though the mom and Bobby were so over the top, I really liked the actor that played Dave Das's father. Like, I thought the scene where Baro goes to Dave Das's house in the middle of the night also hilarious. She goes to like the front of the house and the jockey that is like gone, and she just says meh and then walks in. And I was like, that dude was definitely sleeping. Like- That's why <laughs> that dude was sleeping. <laughs> And so she walks in and then, you know, she gets caught in the house. And that whole scene where Dave Das's father gets mad at him and then slaps him. And then afterwards, Darhan's like rubbing his cheek. Like, I thought his acting was really good in that. It was a little corny to do the I object stuff. But I was like, yeah. in comparison to the Bobby, I felt like it was really good. Yeah. So like totally his dad and Karen Care, they're extra, right? They're playing like these big versions of the characters. But I was okay 
okay with it. I, I was pretty moved by Karen Kerr's monologue at that. That was a baby shower, right? Yeah. I was, yeah. That, that stuff was... A hell of a baby shower. It was a baby shower. That stuff yeah. was... It was it was pretty effective. And it got like, you know, I had like an emotional reaction to it. Right? I wasn't crying or anything. But I was like, you know, I could kind of see the hurt and the pain that she was trying to emote. And it worked for me. They need to release another cut without the puppy. Yeah, we don't even need her. Nope. No. She, yeah, she, the bigger the tika, the more evil the bahadur. Like, <laughs> for all you single right. guys out there. <laughs> all you single guys, just check, check your bahabi, your future bahabi. <laughs> break out the compass i want to touch on the the class difference real quick because when i watched this the first time i guess i thought that baro was broke and that's why it was like a problem that she was like a villager but they're like haveli or whatever was huge. he's like the same size as dave Dawson's. and it's right across the street which also doesn't make any sense but no i don't know i don't know what the status is my problem with it too the absurdity of that argument that you would still have a, a class difference between neighbors that are living across each other the whole point of the novel is to point out the absurdity in that yeah um, that you know you're both rich what the fuck do you care if, if this person got their money from a different way than you have yeah. or that you know you come from generational wealth and these are new rich people yeah. um, so that's what it's supposed to point to this we story. like to call them nouveau riche. <laughs> nouveau riche. <laughs> it's the movie is so over the top that like you don't realize that it. And I think also the Khan Ashriyaraya of it all, right? Like the romance placed in front of us, and and the fact that the Bobby was so evil, it had to just be the fact that like Dave Das's parents are pieces of shit, and that's why they're saying no to this family. Like exactly. as I think it's it can be such a nuanced conversation about like we can't accept them. And actually, in the book, it talks about the reason why Baro's family family is looked down upon is because they come from a family where the, there's a tradition and in the movie they touch on it but it's like very quick of beti right yeah. and like the way the dowry system that they follow is looked down upon or whatever that is good enough it doesn't have to be that this like evil bhabi komod is just like literally salt lagaying and like agjalaying all the time so over the top but hey guys guess what i still loved it i loved watching it i was having a great time it, there's a there's a couple of things that like you touched on like so I one thing I definitely agree with is like I watched Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum also not too long ago and I definitely cried and I didn't expect that multiple times right because <laughs> yeah. I think they do a much better job of making you feel what they want you to feel versus this being super over the top and the other thing that you were just touching on even the relationship between Shah Rukh Khan and Shwari Rai like I never connected with it because if you look at their history they're 10 years old ish and they get separated right and then this dude is gone for 10 years and he only writes her five fucking letters five yeah. letters and she says it too and she's like how could you be gone for 10 years and write me five letters there's like four seasons in a year blah 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 and I was like oh how it he's definitely not in love with you if he even cared yeah. a little bit he would have put more effort into it and if she like she why would she care about some dude who only wrote to her five times or even not her right I can get like the, she seems a little crazy in her character but even on his end like he goes from like I don't need to talk to her or write her any letters to come back to go straight to her before he sees her mom which any desi person knows is like the biggest mistake you could possibly do <laughs> for any future relationship is to go to your girl before you go to your mom that's just asking for trouble so like there's so yeah. many problems with the first like i don't know couple of minutes of the movie that after that i was like oh, this whole thing is bullshit everything about this is bullshit <laughs> 
exactly when there's something that is as rich and as overwrought as this movie if you don't find your way into a story like this then you start to see the pretension in everything yeah and yeah. that's that was my issue with it back in 2002 it's my my issue with it still now like i can understand and i can respect the spectacle of it all it's impressive to see there's a lot of beautiful things on screen the songs are amazing and all that other stuff but oh, if i'm not connecting I, to it then it's it's basically the last season of game of thrones right oh, where they wow. have these incredible scenes but i do not give a shit about anybody <laughs> wow. no i i disagree <laughs> that's too harsh yeah Go ahead, Bob. Because I object. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, this movie to me is like a Shakespearean mm. like adaptation. Like I watched Coriolanus like a few years ago. Is Ray Fiennes? It's an adaptation of a lesser Shakespearean novel, and I thought it was really good. But it was all very melodramatic. It's it's word for word Shakespeare. And if we can watch that, or we can watch Romeo and Juliet with Leo and all that stuff, and not judge it harshly because it's melodramatic, then I think we need to do the same thing for Dave Dawes. Especially because Bollywood is already so melodramatic. Like Bollywood well, doesn't right. do subtlety. And we already know that from Gabi Kushi Gabi Gum. I don't have a problem with melodrama. Yeah, I love melodrama. You know, I yeah. can I can drink that shit up. When you don't connect to the characters because you don't understand how they got from point A to point B because it hasn't been shown to you, then that's a problem, right? That's my problem with this thing. I haven't been able to connect to the characters and it almost feels like the director or the movie makers are kind of relying on your own history with the characters. Like like I said, Dave Das is a yeah. known entity. That they want you just to get to the point where he's already a drunk, right? Yeah. And you're just supposed to accept that because Dave Das is known as this, you know, historically famous drunk person. The difference that I felt and the reason why I didn't cry at the end of watching this movie, like watching it this time, first of all, the relationship between Bar and Dave Das is totally fucked. It's so messed up. She's obsessed with him. He's like, yeah, I missed you sometimes. And once he sees how beautiful she is, he's like, oh yeah, I totally missed you more. And then they go to the lake. They, I assume, do it because there's a lot of cutting to water features. Yeah. When he, when he poured the balti over his head, yeah, we shouted. It was it was straight up pornographic. I felt like yeah. I should change the channel because like. I, it's too dirty. I can't. I was it. like, I was like, is this movie German? What did you want? <laughs> They're doing it at the same time that Paro's mom is getting absolutely trashed at this baby shower. And then the next day, her mom is like, you're getting married to somebody else. She's like fully digmatized. She's playing with yarn and she's just not paying attention to anything anybody's saying. She's on a yeah. mission. She's going to get married. She shows up at his house like a stage five clinger. This time around, I noticed like how uncomfortable Devdas is when she shows up at his house. He's like, whoa, like I get it. We had a good night, but like clearly this isn't going to work. Like... It's a very different vibe that I picked up this time. And the interesting thing that I think I noticed this time watching it is I don't believe that it is the loss of Baro that drives Dave Das over the edge. It's the relationship with his father that drives Dave Das over the edge. I don't think that it ever had to really do with Paro. It had to do with like, he has daddy issues because his dad was a dick and he hit him and he was never around. Like Ooh, I noticed really that good. so much. Yeah, I noticed that so much more this time and i noticed that because he's he literally spirals after his father dies right and it just gets worse and worse and worse and what is Bado? Bado is the you know she's like the this thing that she he really wanted that his father denied him again does he actually 
really love her that much? No, he doesn't. Because he hits her in the face with a fucking necklace on her wedding day. Yo, like, that was another he, thing that was insane. And I had forgotten that. Yeah. And so, so, like, I don't think that it's ever really been about Dave Das and his love for Paro. It's always been Dave Das and his life where he's been denied the things that he wants because of his status or because of his standing in his family. And that's why it's not just that he's going away from Baro. It's not just that. It's that he's leaving his family. He sets the office on fire. Like he's doing all these things because it's a fuck you to his dad. And I think that's really what the relationship is. And so the love story did not matter to me. The fact that he died on her steps did not really matter to me. It was the fact that like he devolved as a human being because of the losses in his family and his relationship with his family. That um, explains a lot. That Because, you know, that was my problem. The other thing I was like, yo, they make it seem like they're so in love and like their love is so important. But then all of a sudden when his dad says no, he so easily tells her like, oh, it's over. Like, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. What you guys just said makes sense now because it really, it isn't about her. So the rest of the movie is just, <laughs> it's it's just a waste because there is no love story. It's just about his dad. His dad dies and the movie should have ended right there. <laughs> <laughs> I do think the thing that's important in the second half of the movie and we get introduced to that is the wonderful Madhuri. Guys, why is Madhuri so amazing? She's the what only good it? thing about this movie. I love so oh, don't disrespect Jackie Shroff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before we meet Madhuri, we do meet Jackie Shroff as Junni Babu. Yeah, he's also good. But Madhuri <laughs> was the only reason why I was like, all right, you know, this is it's not that bad. We'll get to Madhuri, but I think we should spend some more time on Junni Babu. That guy, is my, <laughs> that guy is my fucking spirit animal. But you know how you want to be like an Orion Chunker and like the other yeah. Thought character? This is this is who I aspire to be. <laughs> a yeah. drunk poet. Exactly. When I die, man, that's how I want to go out. Just on the steps of a whorehouse with a smile on my face. <laughs> my he, he was alive. Yeah, he was alive like, and well. I I know, but but we know where this is going. <laughs> I was smiling his face because like the syphilis has eaten his brain. <laughs> Yeah. yeah happy drunk. As soon as he came into the movie, I got so excited. Because, like, you know, some a sad thing happens. He, like, rushes out. He leaves his girl behind. He writes her a nasty-ass letter. Like, and then he's sitting there all, like, grumpy goose. And then Junmi Babu came in, and I was so happy. I was like, oh, do your weird rhyming letters alliteration thing. I that love it. That I love good. it. Shout out to the, to the caption people, because they would... They would do that, but in English. Yes. So, like when he was like, "This is dos or this is dushman," they would be like "f for friend" and "f for foe," and they did that for like the even like the the more complicated ones. And I was very impressed. Very good. They pulled up the stories for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, obviously, the first half of the movie just ends with Bato's Palki going away and her sticking her stupid. Dave yeah. Das gave her away, by the way. Yeah, wasn't that weird that in like these really important moments, Dave Das is. The one who's with her walking her out or whatever i thought that was really weird like where's her parents where's everybody else why is anybody questioning why this random dude is the one giving her away i feel like as the groom i'd be like so that's your brother yeah, or yeah. i'll be like cousin, oh this uncle yeah. maybe <laughs> what's going on yeah. here yeah and he looks like shit everybody's dressed real nice and then this guy is like corta is falling all over the place yeah. like he doesn't look good he probably hasn't bathed in days because he's been at the whorehouse and when like during her rooksati just walks into dave dots's haveli and then oh goes yeah and that does, too like, i was like your husband didn't ask no questions then like weren't they like who is that your mamu like why are you there <laughs> just, i mean it makes sense later on when the husband is like hey by the way i really 
Don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then he grounds her later. Anyway, let's get into <laughs> the second half. Okay. So in the second half of the movie, Dave Das has found comfort in booze and the company of Chandramukhi, played by Madhuri. Booze and boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely booze and boobs. Bado is wealthy and she is also a stepmother and in a loveless marriage. After Devdas shows up drunk at his father's funeral, Bado asks him to quit drinking and come back to her house so she can take care of him. But he declines and promises her that he'll come to her house before he dies. Bado gets grounded when her husband finds out about Devdas, also because she befriends a prostitute. Devdas' alcoholism becomes lethal, and after a short stint at Betty Ford, he falls off the wagon and dies outside of Bado's house. Devdas' last vision before he dies is a sight of Bado running to him. And then the gate hits her in the face, mm. and the movie ends. Mm. Now can we talk about how wonderful Madhuri is. <laughs> but you know the, the rushing part happened with their relationship too. He mm. he Shahrukh shows up, calls her a whole yep. bunch of times, and she falls in love with him. Like boom. Let's talk about that. Okay. So here's what I think. Okay. Cause obviously I just pointed out a great breakthrough in the first half of the movie. So I know everything about this. Okay. All right. yeah. well, I, mean, I, I had it in my notes. You just talk louder. <laughs> <laughs> so when he shows up the first time, right, he's condescending as fuck. She yeah. looks like a vision in white. She's gorgeous. Yeah. For some inexplicable reason, her hair flip breaks a mirror. It's very confusing. Yeah. So she's there and he doesn't pay her any attention. Like yeah. she's obviously she's the prize of her brothel, right? Yeah, it, it yeah, yeah. like she's the headliner. She's never had it where yeah. a guy is just going to deny her. And the other thing happens is that when he's leaving her place of business the first night, he turns to her and says, a woman is a, which I thought, you know what? This is not very woke. As a feminist, yeah. I don't agree because if she wants to prostitute, she can. But he says, you know, as a woman, you're a, you're a wife, you're a mother, you're a yeah. daughter, you're a sister. You can be anything, but you don't have to be a prostitute, right? Yeah. And so thinking about her life, she probably doesn't know who her father is she's been born and raised in the red light district right and so this is the first time any man has come and told her i don't want you for sex and also i think that you can do better than this and while i think that there's a problem with that type of messaging obviously for the time and for the character of Muki, who's never been told this and i mean this is set in like 1930s india yeah. that probably like shook her and she was like oh wow one i've never met a man who didn't want me and two i've never met a man who didn't look at me as anything besides a piece of I disagree. I don't think he was being so generous to be like, you can do better. Yeah. I think he was oh, saying, no, I think he was being because a you are not. Yeah, you're not a wife. You're not a daughter. You're, nothing. you're not a mother. You're not this, that, and that. You're nothing. You're worse than nothing. You're a prostitute. But he does say, he says, you can be something else. That thing about like reforming a prostitute, that's not a new storyline. That's mm -hmm. not, you know, yeah, Rahil enacted that three years yeah, ago. Exactly. I, <laughs> even mid, mid pandemic, I go out there and try to reform these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> reform these hoes <laughs> no but you know that savior complex is something that's been you know that's what Jesus' story is too right and Mary Magdalene is a prostitute for a reason and the whole point of that story is is that nobody is not worth saving yeah um, even somebody that you think is so low so it's not it's not like a revolutionary thought or anything yeah. like that it you know I think for but in the purposes of this movie, again, it to me, it just felt like one of those things where it's like, Jinder Muki has to fall in love with Dave Das because we need to get him to get drunk real quick. Yeah. Um. So let's just rush this thing along. That's yeah, how yeah, it exactly. Mm. Exactly. Well, I loved watching her do everything, including, no, I, her so including I agree. like, just sass him because it's not even like she just takes the sass. Like, yeah. she hits him back. 
the reason why I like the Jenna McKee story more is because she's such a better actress. Like I didn't feel any sort of connection between Baro and Shah Rukh Khan. But yes. I definitely felt the connection between Madhuri and Shah Khan. Like I met, yep. I felt a connection between Dave Das and Chandra Mukhi just because she's such a better actress. I had forgotten that there's that scene where they're like kind of just lounging. He's super drunk and she's telling him like, you know, let me get some. And he's like, my heart is full like this chalice, like this glass. And what happens when you fill a, a glass that's already full? And she's like, the drink falls. And he's like, right. So why would you want to be a drink that falls and falls with me? And she's like, well, just to say that at least that drink has touched the chalice. Kind of this very intense scene between them. I felt that connection. I want to say that it drove me crazy how much they spilled (laughs) everything all the time. There's so much like liquid on the floor. And it's marble floors. People are going to fall. This is a dangerous brothel. That plus like, you know, just like the little pieces of glass just walking around barefoot in like that corner. Yeah, he's just breaking bottles, which is so fucked up. Like, are you going to pay for that, sir? Yeah, cleanup is not part of (laughs) that. The, the thing about Madhuri... Besides the fact that she's perfect. Yeah, I want to talk about Madhuri. Okay, can I just say about Madhuri? Wait, let me just say something about Madhuri. I wish that there was a sexual orientation that was just specifically Madhuri. That's a category I feel like every woman checks off because she is perfect just in every way. That's it. Go on. Uh, I was thinking about Madhuri and uh, Aishwarya, mm-hmm. right? They're both obviously gorgeous. Aishwarya, again, you know, you see her. She looks like a porcelain doll and you kind of just want to protect her. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you see her cry, your heart breaks also, right? And you're like, God, I wish she wasn't crying. This makes me sad. With Madhuri, it's the same thing. You see her and if you see her cry, it makes you sad. Um, and you want to protect her. The the thing that's different about Madhuri is you also want to be protected by her, oh. which is a weird thing, yeah. right? It's like yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a motherly thing in there, which maybe a caretaker, yeah, for sure. Exactly. So there's like, there's like that caretaker part of it. I don't know. I don't know what part of my daisy brain or just my male brain is attracted to that, but it's there. It's just it's a very real thing for me. It's that nurturing thing that like daisy ladies yep. got, right? So that's exactly. weird. Um, also fun. You have thoughts? <laughs> no, I mean I'm just uh, a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's basically saying that you can call call this person a whore or whatever, but she's still gonna take care of you. That's some some crazy shit. I mean, that's basically what he did, right? Like that's basically yeah. what what Dave Das did with Jenner Moki in the second half of the movie. Like she she rehabs him. You know, I think also because one would think you know a stereotype of like a prostitute is that she's gonna want to get you drunk and then she's gonna want to take your money, so she's gonna want to have you use her services. But Jenner Moki truly cares about Dave Das because she's like, I don't want your money. Like I just yeah. care about the person that you are, and I care about the fact that like you're obviously broken inside. You know, it's kind of like she doesn't want to just like sleep with him because he's drunk she wants him to be into it because she says herself she's like you know i've had this kind of love so many times basically saying like i've been with a million people i don't care for that that's not what i'm looking for i I don't know million but you know there's a lot of people in india (laughs) (laughs) the caretaker part of the character it works because of that thing that madhuri brings into it naturally right so you couldn't flip these characters around and get the same result yeah for me I, i wouldn't buy madhuri as you know like that empty borrow yeah, I, I agree. You know, that I go along with for Aishwarya. And I don't think Aishwarya would have that nurturing thing that you need for gender Mukhi in this movie that, that, that Madhuri has. Yeah, that's true. Even Aishwarya yeah, as like a stepmom, like there's that moment where Baro's like, 
really taking on her role as a Malkin or whatever, Takurain or whatever that is. She has this like moment with her stepdaughter. The stepdaughter daughter hugs her and calls her ma. I was like, the fuck is this? I don't believe this. Like, I don't believe yeah, at this all. moment it, at it all. Bullshit. <laughs> It's so empty. Yeah. Yeah. Still loved it, guys. Still loved watching all of it. Can I say something controversial? Certainly. No. I just and, I just uh, uh, admitted to mother love. I think you're I think you're fine. <laughs> just wait till you hear what I have oh, to say. Boy. Um the the song with Ashwarya Rai and uh Madhuri. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't take my eyes off Ashwarya Rai. Interesting. I think she was a better dancer in that song. Mm-mm. But I don't know about in general. I mean, Madhuri, of course, is like untouchable. But I couldn't take my eyes off Ashwarya Rai in this. I didn't look at her, so I have no idea if she was dancing or not. So oh, I have to go yeah. back and look at it. I think Ashwarya Rai, again, looks absolutely fucking psychotic in that song. She looks insane to me. Like, she's just doing the most, and it's like not cute at all. And especially compared to like Madhuri, who's just like such a natural. It's kind of like we talked about with Kabihuji uh, Kabigam, right? Like yeah. with Rithik Roshan and Shah Khan. Like I want to watch Shah Khan dance. I don't care about Rithik Roshan. And he might technically be the better dancer. Yeah. But Shah Khan has just got that something. And Madhuri has it something. And by the way, Madhuri is the better dancer. Like she is like the dancer. I think you're wrong. But you're entitled to your wrong opinion. I really feel like I got a colder reception than Raheel admitting that. <laughs> Honestly, I was expecting it, so I'm not. Uh, I'm not no, mad. I um, I see your point. I think for me, I and mean, it could be, you know, given my history with Mothery, well, not you know, personal history, but you know, <laughs> you don't know her personally. Yeah, yeah. I don't know her personally. Yeah, but you know, you have just, a timeshare in Denver. <laughs> But everything, you know, I, I'm still, I want to watch Madhuri more. Yeah. And it's just always going to be that way. Yeah. It's like your first, the first like beautiful woman that you see on screen. Like, you know, exactly. I, for especially us, like growing up in like the late 80s, early 90s, like that was, that was it. Like Madhuri yeah, was. It's our standard of beauty, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we I think. I mean, she, she stands like on her own. There's, there's no doubt about it that she's a legend mm-hmm. and she's beautiful and like radiant. And also very warm. I will give you that. She is. She's got a warmth to her that it's a smile. You guys have at all. It, yeah, it's a smile. It's her voice. It's all of it. <laughs> it's and, so good. You know, but you know what we're talking about there is a song, right? And a song is primarily visual, and you know, and what we're comparing because we obviously don't believe that you know they're actually singing there. So I can understand why somebody shallow like Fahad would be drawn to. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing um, I want to note, though, about Ashwari Rai is that she felt almost like a ghost. First of all, in the first half, where she's like, you know, just floats into Dave Das's Haveli, or the fact that she's just walking around with this like phantom Dia. Even in the second half, when she's told by her husband that she's no longer allowed outside of the house because of her relationship with Dave Das, which is weird. Like, why would you tell your husband about your ex? Like, that felt really unnecessary she to me. Which she didn't. It was, no, she was forced then to he do it. asked her, and she could have just been like, oh, it's a misunderstanding. Like, Dave Das is just like, an old family friend but she's like Dave Das is an old family friend and he's part of my soul and I'm the body it was way too much I was like bitch what are you doing like shut the fuck up but I think she was also because he had Subhadra his first love his Dave Das and she was like no that's his wife that's very different okay but that was the stupid. mother of his and then, kids yeah. I understand I understand it was stupid but uh, you know first of all Paro isn't you know it's not like she's a sensible character she's yeah dumb. that's true I understand that, you know, she also wanted to kind of make him hurt a little bit. 
because, you know, whether she admits it or not, I'm sure hearing that, you know, his first wife will never be replaced in his heart. They're never going to share a bed. I'm sure there's a hurt that's associated. Oh, she with felt her. relieved. I think she was relieved. I feel like he would have revised his rules like three <laughs> weeks into this marriage. He would have been like, you know, hey, look. So mother came to me in a, in a dream last night and she was like, get it in, bro. Don't worry about me. I'm good. Yo, I had a quick question. Did they imply that she didn't know that he had kids? And she found out when yeah, she yes. got there. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's what I got out she of that. She didn't know that he was. She didn't know that he was married before. Yeah, and it's also implied that she's she's never seen him because the day of the wedding they really zoom in on her like lowering the leaf and then looking at his face and being oh. like, "Oh, fuck. so his kids <laughs> weren't at the wedding." Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, that's another great point. Maybe she just thought they were guests. Like, who knows? But she saw she was his too face busy looking at like, Shadok anyway. People were getting married like that in Pakistan up until like 1989. So <laughs> yeah, it's really true. not that shocking. That's true. Going back to the point of her, like, kind of moving around like a ghost. When he tells her that, like, you're grounded and you're not allowed to ever leave the house again, she kind of just like takes her dia and like floats away. She looks so like lost in her thoughts the whole movie. Um, when it comes to Devdas, and I think it's probably just because she's like turned off all emotions because it's too hard for her it yeah. almost looks like a ghost and then also the music that plays when she's going through these moments it seems like a ghost movie so i think like the fact that she is so cold works for the character of faro because i don't think like you said she doesn't have a ton of depth or if she does she's turned it off because of the life that she's had to take on it works because it looks like the life is drained from her and she's just kind of floating from one place to another just keeping appearances until the end yeah and it's like and it's an incredible appearance so it works it's just that i don't care for the character at all i don't care what happens to the character because yeah. there's been nothing redeeming about her yeah, thus yeah, far yeah. i have one comment on her beauty mm. by the way because she is the only thing that she has in this movie is that she's beautiful but i appreciate that she knows that she's beautiful mm. in the in the character paro knows that she's beautiful yeah. where calling her the moon or that even the moon yeah that's why shadow hits her <laughs> yeah that's why shadow hits her because she's so vain she, thinks <laughs> yeah. she looks at the moon and she says nah you ain't shit <laughs> i look in the mirror and honestly i mean i i, I appreciated that because call a spade a spade it actually in a weird way her shallowness actually shows some depth because she's yeah. like yeah i can i don't need anything else i look like a shreya <laughs> exactly I look like this. Why should I be? Humble? Also, I feel like a woman being compared to the moon is like kind of an offensive. Color. Yeah. Like, well, who ever thought the like moon your was beautiful? Big fat ass round face. <laughs> like... <laughs> With all these craters. And... Yeah. yeah. The moon has terrible skin. So like, why would you ever want to be compared to that? Well, no, but don't try to bring logic to this for heel. Stop no, it. No, but, but they actually address like her part. She says, you can't compare me to, to the moon. She's like, I'm better. So bah! She... And then she gets <laughs> yeah that was weird and he looks so psychotic when he does it i was like Ugh. but even before he hits her at her wedding there's like moments in the beginning when he visits her first that he's like not very nice to her at all yeah and yeah, like yeah. he's constantly talking down to her yeah that whole song where he's like trying to put a bracelet on her she throws cards in his face and he like grabs the back of her head. I was like, the fuck is this? Like, he's kind of abusive. Yeah, he twisted her arm many times too. Many, many times twisting of the arm. And mm -hmm. that kind of goes to show like why he's also like such a chauvinist when it comes to gender monkey. He's such a dick. Yeah. Like anytime he's sober, he's an asshole to gender monkey. Yeah. The part of the second half that I think was my favorite was when he does find out that his 
interrupting the middle of almost getting it in, mm-hmm. he does find out that his dad has died. Mm-hmm. That whole sequence where he goes back to the house and yeah. he, you know, sees his family. Just Arhan's acting in general in that part was so good. Yeah, it was great. And again, you know, comparing the relationship he has with his family to how he is with Baro, he didn't really care about the scene that he has with Baro where he's like telling her to run away with him. I was like, okay. But like the part where he's in the office and he also Shahan's like so funny in that. But when he's, you know, lighting his shares on fire and his mom comes in and slaps him and he tells his mom like, you know, you can try as, you, as much as you want, but I'm always going to be a part of you or even if yeah. you try to push me away. I loved it. Like he was just so good. These are the scenes that I loved Shahan in. I loved when he stumbles into the funeral and he's talking to his mom and he's like, bad burawa, bad burawa. man, like those really? parts just really. All of those scenes are incredible mm-hmm. if you just see the scene on its own son talking to his mother like that mm-hmm. you don't even need the context for it to work yeah that's the reason why this movie has had the legacy that it's had because people remember that stuff and there's no way that you can't be moved by that between like the dialogue and the music and the acting and even within that scene with his mom i'm sad because it's a son talking to his mom mm-hmm. yeah, i'm not sad in the context of the movie because the mother character is so ill-defined yeah, yeah. there's no reason for me to care about the yeah. Other than the fact that she's a mom and I have a mom. Yeah. And the Madhuri mom thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also like the scene where Dave Das is like roaming the countryside with his pal Denim Das. Okay. Love the guy who plays Denim Das. He makes me very, very happy. He's the best in Andaz Apna Apna too. Dude, Andaz Apna Apna is my all time favorite movie yeah. ever. Appreciate yeah. the choir here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're big fans. Best voice in India. <laughs> <laughs> he has the best voice. And I don't know, like, usually that voice I would feel like it's very annoying, but I don't know what Not it is. Him. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Uh, he calls him Dave Babu, and he's on the boat with him. So Dave, that's his drunk on a boat. He has a couple of moments where he's very drunk. He has a lot of drunken monologues, which I feel like, again, like now thinking about what you said, Raheel, is like that's really th- what they were saving up, like, Shahan's, like, firepower mm-hmm. for yep. was these, like, super drunk Dave Das moments because they are iconic to the story of Dave Das where he he does the I object and thing to himself where he's been punished to drink until he dies exactly. or like the scene on the boat where he's talking about all of the abuse that he's like gotten in his life and he keeps saying tikacha like it's yeah. just uh, so good you you don't get to see him really kind of descending into alcoholism you're the 50 real fast he's not touching alcohol in one second and then he drinks it <laughs> And then 15 seconds later, he is like a historically famous alcoholic. Like he's like any freshman at a frat party at like the age of 18. And watching those moments of him you know, suddenly descending into madness, that would have made the movie so much better. You know, mm-hmm. this way you just go from like epic scene to epic scene, but you're missing stuff in the middle. I still loved it. I did. I really loved it. <laughs> that, okay. That's been my problem with the whole thing. Everything about this rush and I can't care about it if I can't connect to it. Even mm-hmm. the scene where Ashwarya and Madri meet, one second, they're like bitching at each other and then boom, one second, she, she understands that she loves him as well and they're cool and then she invites her to come to prayer thing that they're doing and like every single thing about these relationships have been rushed so i can never get invested in a character or a relationship because there's no build and the same thing about shadow descending into alcoholism there's nothing there he legit has one drink and he just goes overboard (laughs) and he's done 
Like he's and, and he and he does say like he needs to drink in order to tolerate her and be there. But they don't even like give a good reason of why he needs to be there. Like why does he need to be there? Like it doesn't. I do love that line. It's cool if there was actually <laughs> more meat there, but there's nothing there. Like yeah, I don't exactly. understand. Like the Shadow's connection to her, they don't really ever fully show that. Like how we, I don't know. There's so many things about it that I just couldn't connect with because everything feels so rushed. Even though the movie's three hours long, I still loved it because like I never seen anything like that before so i still really liked it it's like fahad said like if you watch an over-the-top like shakespeare it's yeah. the same thing you know what's gonna happen well i didn't know what was gonna happen because i never heard the story before but now watching it yeah. i know what's gonna happen so i did really still enjoy those scenes it's kind of like even with kobe kushi Gum, right like there's parts of kobe kushi Gum that are so stupid but the scenes that i watch with Sharhan and amitabh or Sharhan with gajo like those scenes are so really good to me because Sharhan is really good in the scenes like I have to give him credit for him in this movie so let's get to the ending of the movie the movie ends with he sobers up because he's dying and then he gets on a train now I have questions about Dharam Das I love him okay he seems like a great guy but he's on the train he tells Dave Das hey you can't have a drink I'm worried about you I'm here to take care of you where did he go? Because Juni Babu shows up on the train and then Dharamdas is nowhere to be found because like Devdas is dying. Now Devdas made him go to his own section. He told him. Yeah, but then what? It's been day. Like how long have they been traveling for? I think it's one night. I think it's just one yeah, drunk. It's the same night. night. It's the All same right, night. Fine. But I feel and like even that, like he goes from job. like, oh, he goes, oh, I can't drink anymore to then he's like, oh, but you know, those tiki custom. And then he's like, all right, cool, I'm going to drink, even though I'm going to die. It's so quick. Yeah. And then Juni gets so mad. He's like, why didn't you yeah. tell me? <laughs> He should have questioned when he when uh, an alcoholic said, "Yo, I am not gonna drink anymore." He should be like, "All right, cool." There must be a reason why he's saying no. Instead yeah. of being like, "No, nah, no, nah, you got you gotta have some." Yeah, but Jenny Babu was probably already drunk. Yeah, so, that's, yeah I don't blame. That's true. I don't blame Jenny Babu here. Yeah, like, you, yeah, you're right. You can't blame him. He's an enabler, but it's okay. It's okay. He's just trying to have a good time. I was at a I was at a court in New Orleans watching like one of the championship games on Bourbon Street, whatever. I don't drink, and this girl would come, keep coming around with shots, and I was like, I said no a couple times and then like the third time i said no i'm in recovery and then she said don't be a bitch and then kept oh, moving so she was like my tunni babu oh shit that took a completely different turn than what i thought it was gonna take yeah what an asshole that waitress was wow you know if she's single or <laughs> so the ending of this movie, I've seen so many like clips of it. I've seen, and then watching it this time around, I was like, wow, this is very visually beautiful. Incredible. I had never seen anything like that before. And especially because Baro is like a ghost in the majority of the movie. For her to all of a sudden have all of this emotion and start running through the house and then like the sari and everything, like it just looks so amazing. I was expecting myself to have more of a reaction because I remember thinking this was so sad before. But I watched this and I was like, mm, okay, the end. Yeah, it's empty. It's beautiful, but it's empty. Still love it. Okay, still love see, it. Still think it's see, incredible. What you just said was what I was going to say at the end of this is what they did or what he did as a director is they leaned so much on the cinematography, the set design, and just making everything look beautiful that 
there is for me when I'm watching it too, and even as a person who is in visual arts, like they mm-hmm. focus solely on that. And even some camera movements they did were very untraditional for uh, Indian Bollywood movies, and they just relied on that. And I felt like they could have done so much more, especially with Shah Rukh and Madhuri, and all the, the cast is great, right? They could have done so much more, but they just relied on making it look beautiful and making it feel beautiful but other than that like everything else is empty and yeah there's a couple of good dialogues here and there and maybe a couple of good scenes but i feel like they still didn't use shadow khan's potential madri's potential um even they i think even after i remember when this first came out like you just would watch these songs and just talk about how amazing the set is and how beautiful Mm -hmm. everything is but when you when I watch the movie now as an adult, like I'm just watching it, like there's nothing there other than them just trying to make it look pretty, and that could only go so far because I rather watch a movie where I don't realize I'm so caught into the movie and the characters and the story that I don't even focus on the camera movements and the cinematography and the set design because I'm so invested in the movie. And I think that's a much better experience as a viewer for me than it is for me to constantly think about like, oh, oh, they did a really good job with the set and it looks cool, but I don't really care about what's going on in the scene. Yeah, so I think this is a Sanjay Lila Bansali thing because yeah. I just watched Badmavad, a very troubling movie, by the way, terrible depiction of Muslims. Ending is extremely traumatic. The movie is gorgeous, beautiful to watch. Everything is impeccable. But so it has Ranveer Singh, who very similarly to Shah Rukh Khan and Devdas plays a very over-the-top character. He yeah. is the only person with any dialogue in that movie, basically. Everybody else is stoic and gorgeous. The movie is called Badmavat because it's the character that Deepika Padukone plays. She has no dialogue. She's she's just a gorgeous, big-eyed, beautiful princess. And it's not until the very end that she has like a couple of lines and then she gives like a speech. But it was so hard for me to connect with anything there, especially knowing that the ending was extremely problematic. Like I was just cringing the whole time. I think this is a Sanjay Leo Bentelli thing because I think he relies so heavily on the beauty of it all. And then I was texting with my friends and I was like, oh, I'm watching this movie. And they were like, oh, I love it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then as soon as the movie ended, I was like, why the fuck would you guys like that movie? It's terrible. They're like, yeah, well, I don't really like the messaging and stuff, but the songs were really good and it was just shot so beautifully. And I'm like, that's not a reason to like a movie. But, but now I love Devdas for the same reasons. There's a whole audience that loves it. Yeah, just, I remember people talking about it when it first came out. People were just talking about, oh, it was just amazing. It was so good. Like, everything just looked so good. And I think that there are definitely people who they're completely happy and satisfied with watching it just for the beauty of it all. And then there's, I guess, people like me who are just like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, there's simple-minded fools like in that love Devdas. <laughs> Hey, um, hey, people, people like me and Ali, who are Ali's my new best friend, um, that recognize a shit show when we see it. No, so you know, you you look at that that final scene with Barrow running again, right? Mm-hmm. There's that shot of her like, is that a chandelier that she breaks or a lamp or something? Yeah, it's very unnecessary. Yeah, she throws a lamp. Down. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> And you're watching it, and you're like, and you're like, Sanjay Lila, like, I see, okay, fine, you want me to, like, recognize the fact that you're doing art, fine, sure, great, this is art. Yeah. But it feels so pretentious if you're not, if you're not connected to the story, and that's been my problem with this thing. Yeah. For 18 years. For 18 years. I've been biding my time until I could finally, you know, talk to Ali. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Kazushin meme family is like so pro Devdas, and now obviously Fahad also. You're very pro Devdas, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with it. <laughs> okay, 
because this is the Shah Khan movie, we need to ask, was Shah Khan good in the movie? I say yes. Ali, what do you think? I don't think they used him the way they could have. You know, he's the type of actor who's perfected that one character that everybody loves. And you guys have talked about this many times for different movies. And I think that like he, he could have brought so much more to the movie if he was allowed to. And I think that that was my problem with it. It's I think she, I don't have a problem with Shah Rukh Khan, but I do have a problem with how the movie was directed and the dialogue and the way the story was told. That's the whole thing, man. Yeah, I have a problem <laughs> with the whole thing. That's why I start off by saying that a lot of people, if you like the movie, you're not going to like my opinion on it. Now, and the more we talk about it, I'm thinking back, the more I dislike it. So I went from thinking it being good to being I like, I don't think I like it at all. And angrier. <laughs> Because the more I think about it, the more frustrating it is. It's really fun when you do this every week for like three-hour movies. Um, Raheel, what, what do you think Shah Khan was good in the movie? You know what's funny is Shah Khan in his early part of the movie with his Urdu dialogues and stuff like that, I thought it was excellent. Mm. The thing that I never connected to was Shah Khan the drunk. Mm. I found it annoying. Interesting. And I still find it annoying. Mm. I don't think he's ever – he never becomes like a believable drunk to me. Mm. He's very, you know, he's a very cinematic drunk. And it's just because he has one drink and becomes a drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Fad, what do you think? I'm with Raheel. I think Shah Khan was the right amount of melodramatic for this part. And I believed him in the first half, but him drunk was too cartoonish. I didn't connect with it. I also didn't really feel like I know it's Dave Daz. It's about him. But uh, the entire time, I'm more interested in what Chandramukhi is doing. Even Paro is doing, honestly. Like her scenes with her stepdaughter's mother in law, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that that scene I thought was more interesting than what. Shah Rukh Khan was doing so I think I think he did well but I wouldn't come see this movie for Shah Rukh Khan interesting well I think a lot of people came to see this movie because of the women in it I mean obviously it's a combination of the three I know Ashwari Harai was like really popping at this time Madhuri this was like one of her last movies before she yeah. said bye I actually love Shah Rukh Khan in this movie I think that because Shah Rukh Khan is so melodramatic he is okay playing this character whether or not you think that he was comically drunk or just like suddenly drunk or not drunk enough whatever I still really liked it you know I like the way sober Shah Khan was like even the scene where he's talking to Jinder Mukhi right before he leaves which he like sleeps with her and then he's like okay I'm gonna go now which he like does tell her I love you and then he's out yeah this is kind of his thing because he did sort of the same thing to Paro. he like made her think that they were gonna get married he gave her that yeah. gun and then he took her to the lake and then he wrote her a text so like that's messed up but then she <laughs> says to him she's like she, she's like you sent me to heaven and now you're leaving i was like did he though like are you sure because like you i don't know i don't believe that like maybe it's just like one of those things where like you closed up shop for a long time it's like the first guy that rolled around in there like i don't rolled know I around in there <laughs> <laughs> I still consider this a Shah Khan movie. It is still in my top five. I still really enjoyed watching it, even though it is ridiculous at times. But to me, I feel like when Bollywood does traditional stories even if they are super melodramatic i feel like they can do that because that's their art they own that right that's the culture that's their art these are their stories it's their legends 
And they can do that as much as they want because it's their history. It's appropriate for it to be that over the top. Whether or not you like it, of course, that's up to you. But, you know, when Bollywood goes over the top where fucking Rita Gresham is showing up in a sleeveless leather vest at college driving a Ferrari, <laughs> like that I think is ridiculous. But in this, I feel like it goes. And I still really love this movie. And we're going to rate the movie now, guys. So, Ali, we rate the movie negative five to five. My rating over the last hour and 35 minutes have <laughs> gone down. and I, I will give oh. it a negative two. <laughs> Wow. Mm. Wow. So you really didn't you like this really movie. You really hate it. Now I definitely really didn't like it. Fahad, what do you give it? I will give it a 3.5. And I will say <laughs> that I think we're being too harsh on it because if we can watch those Shakespearean movies yeah. and appreciate them, then I think that Dave Doss deserves the same. Like, yes, they didn't set up the plot necessarily as well as they could have, but... I think the movie's about the set design. I think the movie's about the dialogue. It killed it on those fronts. Mm. So I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Real? I would also give it a three. It's mm. not, you know, I think the oh, spectacle hey. and the songs, it's amazing. I can't stop. I can't help watching it. The score is incredible. And to your point about, you know, giving it the leeway for the melodrama, I am giving it leeway for the melodrama. I love, I love that stuff. But the rest of it just doesn't connect for me. I think it's still worth a watch. No surprise. I give this movie still a five oh, out of five, guys. Dude. I love wow. this movie. I love it. Five stars. That's I, yeah. I don't care who <laughs> trashes me. And I don't care. Okay. This movie is really messed up in certain parts. There's a lot of problems with it. But these are not necessarily good people. And I like that in a Bollywood movie. Like, I think one of the things that pisses me off in Bollywood is that, like, every character is supposed to be so perfect. I like the fact that these are imperfect people. I like the fact that the person with like the most common sense almost felt like gender Mookie. Like the person, even like when she, she reads that guy to filth. Yeah. Yeah. She, she has this like great monologue. Obviously it's because it's Madhuri. It was so good. Even though, yes, the movie is clunky, maybe because I did feel a connection to it back in 2002, I still felt that connection now. And I still really love the story, especially now seeing in a different light and understanding the spiral that Dave Daz goes through a little bit better. I was totally tuned in every time he had a scene with his father. They would do this whip mm -hmm. thing, which I really liked. Not very subtle, but I really liked it. And Ali, you know, as somebody who is in the visual arts and as somebody who does look at things in a different eye, I know you touched on it, but do you kind of see this and go like, yeah, making things beautiful is definitely an art but telling a story is even harder 100% and I think that after hearing you guys and actually thinking myself too maybe I am being too much of an ass to it, it I, I, don't, I think I want to I want to reevaluate and I think I will give it like a two because if you want to watch it for the beauty of it and the spectacle of it I think for that you, you should watch it because there's a lot of great stuff especially if you think about when it was made and how much time and effort and energy they put into it I think personally it's easier to make things look beautiful even in stuff that we do it's easier to make things look good but it's hard to get people to connect to it that's yeah. a great point yeah let's talk about the music soundtrack is incredible it's still it's so great. good. It's great. It's so good. I've been listening to the soundtrack since I watched the movie two days ago. You know, I'm loving it's it. It's a soundtrack. Like the songs I remember, but it's the score that really stood out this time. Even like the title yeah. sequence. Yeah. It's, you know, it's subtle and it's beautiful. It's the best. It's so good. My favorite song is Chalak Chalak. Mm. The number in the bar. Oh, first of all, they look like they're having a great time. And I was yeah. like, do I want to start drinking with Jackie Shroff? <laughs> 
And then Madhuri comes in in the middle of that song. Madhuri is freaking incredible because it's Madhuri in her plain form. Yeah. She's not decked up like a common prostitute. <laughs> he looks gorgeous, but they just look like they're having a great time. And anytime there's a song like that where everybody's having a blast, I'm like, I love this. The storytelling through the choreography is amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the way yeah. that she's like tempting them with the bottle and just Jackie overall. Just, he looks like Winnie the Pooh there. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he like pieces out at the end of the song, you know what's like the bottle upside down? He prances. He prances out and he waves to everybody oh. goodbye. Bye. Oh, That's the best description of him possible. <laughs> I love it. I'm never going to button a Shirani ever again. <laughs> no, I love it. Speaking of, the fashions in this movie were incredible because it was just, again, visually amazing to see everybody looked snatched. But I wanted to ask you gentlemen, do you think dhotis are comfortable and would you wear one? Um, so I've worn lungi before. The The difference between lungi and dhoti is that lungi doesn't have the like the strap that goes through the middle, like up the cracks. <laughs> Um, Lungi is basically just it's like a towel around your waist, right? Yeah, it's just. A I skirt. thought that's what a dhoti was. I think no. I, I may be getting it. No, 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 you're right. Dhoti is it's almost like you take lungi material, <laughs> basically a lot of fabric, and then you kind of like wrap it around your legs to make it look uh. kind of like pants, but also it's almost like joggers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really. I I would love to try to wear a lungi. But I didn't realize that, like, the fabric from the bottom, like, from your ankle, also you used it as, like, a shawl. Yeah, it's a department It's very too. versatile. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a beautiful look. I also, I wonder how, what, like, my... Do you wear underwear under there? <laughs> so those... <laughs> my, my two... Good question. My two primary <laughs> concerns when it comes to pants or anything like that is, uh, one is the underwear, obviously, whether you wear it or not. <laughs> The second is, how quickly can I take it off if I have to use the urinal? The dhoti, I think you have to undo the entire thing. At least no. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, you, yeah. No, I'm sure you can pleat in a little, like, peekaboo. Like a zipper? <laughs> <laughs> hey, who are you calling the peekaboo? <laughs> I, make, I make a grand entrance like Dave does. And everybody has to close their eyes because I want to be the first one to see <laughs> I only take it out in front of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> What's your uh, preferred way to say prostitute? Oh, can you give us a list? <laughs> we got the wife. We got Raquel. We got Vesha. We got Bazaari Oren. What do you got? I'm going the wife uh, because it seems like a title. Mm, like yeah. the honorable the wife. <laughs> <Fahad Masood Esquire. laughs> A couple more that I don't think they they say in this movie. What? Which ones? No, those are that's just a curse word. Like that's just that's just straight up like that's what it means. Yeah, it's like it's like prostitute and like whore mean the same thing, but like. So you mean like in terms of like this being like a courtesan? Yeah. First of all, courtesan Courtesan is so classy. (laughs) Courtesan is so nice. Like. (laughs) Gordon is the wife. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's exactly like I loved it. I was like, okay, because Bado's mom says you went over to that house without my permission to make us make yourself look like a vesha. I was like, oh, that's a curse word, and in it it says whore. It doesn't say mm. it doesn't say courtesan because a courtesan, you know what? That's a business. You have an LLC, yeah. like you're paying taxes. <laughs> a courtesan sounds like something that I would take when I have an allergic reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I got into I got into some 
Poison Ivy, go get the cortisone. Cortisone help me uh, kick nicotine. <laughs> There's a healing aspect in there. <laughs> See, guys, it makes so much more sense why gender Mookie's around. Ugh, I loved it. Did anybody else, uh, this is an aside, when Randy Moss was playing football, did we all call him Randy Moss or was that the <laughs> So glad to have walked down memory lane with you guys today. This was really fun. Thank you so much, Ali, for doing this with us. Hey, we'd love to have you back on again and tell everybody about us. I think that you guys definitely need, I don't know how, how, like how big your audience is now, but you guys definitely deserve a lot more (laughs) listens. I tell you like after today, after going through a whole bunch of them, it, it was, it was really, really exciting, very entertaining, and also enlightening. Like, changing my perspective on certain characters and certain movies, I thought was really good. I didn't know you were going to plug us. Oh, man. Thanks. We appreciate it. From a, As somebody who actually makes, like, a lot of content and has worked on a lot of really big things, it means a lot to, to hear that from you. Tell us what you're working on that you'd like to plug. Currently, I'm working on being a full-time dad. So, <laughs> that's, that's majorly what I'm working on. But it's funny that I'm on a podcast. I have been working on something for a couple of months that I'm probably going to drop in the next few weeks and it's also a podcast oh. but very different it has nothing to do with Shah Rukh Khan well Where? can you please plug us on it Marcus Silver Saturated guys <laughs> it, it, is this a podcast more... that I would make about Madhuri called Egdo Queen <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I, I I took your idea and I ran with it. <laughs> no, it's actually a podcast that's going to be so, something personal to me. So like I left medicine five years ago and the biggest question that I had to face was like, all right, if not medicine, then what? Like if not, if not doctor, what else am I going to be? So mm. it's about that. The main point of the podcast, the people that I'm talking to are brown people who are successful in their careers that are not the typical doctor, lawyer, engineer. So it's exploring people in their careers and how they got there. Because I've met a lot of people that I would have never thought that I could do that. And also, I have no idea how they got to that point. So it's about talking to people and exploring that and giving either the next generation or whoever is is or someone who's making a career change is giving them options to look at and hear people's experiences on how they got there. That's awesome. awesome. Things have changed a lot because of social media, but when we were young, there was nobody to look up to. And the only message I ever heard was doctor, lawyer, engineer. And honestly, even till this day, the engineer term is so broad that I have no idea what like specific engineers do. Me neither, and I am one. Are you an engineer? What kind of engineer are you? Electrical. Maybe I'm going to have you on, on this so you can explain to us what it, what an electrical engineer is. Oh, shit. Is. Now I got to study. <laughs> <laughs> like Webster's defined engineer. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's yeah. that's awesome because that is something that I think like everybody, every brown person. I mean, like, we do this podcast because we feel very boring in our like regular life and I feel like this is like the easiest way that we have to be creative in some way and channel our energy outside of you know our day jobs so yeah no but this is fantastic thank you thank you tell your friends and everybody who's listening to follow us at raju podcast on instagram and on twitter 100 percent. we hope you love this it was so fun and we'd love to have you on again if you appreciate listening to noor on this podcast she's got another podcast called the reality is and you guys should check it out yes 
Oh, yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I have another podcast called The Reality Is where it's me and my friend Arthi. We discuss a problematic relationship with reality TV. And we're right now actually recapping the fabulous lives of Bollywood wives on Netflix. (laughs) My wife uh, was just going ham watching it the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is definitely going ham worthy. It's insane. (laughs) It really makes you hate everybody that comes out of Bollywood. It's great. Uh, It makes watching these movies really fun. But yeah, thank you. Thanks for reminding everybody about that, Fad. But thanks for listening, as always, for Raju and Bungan Podcast and Ali. (laughs) Bye. Dum, 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 dum,